Welcome to the Privy. I am Courtney. And I am Boris. Boris, how are you doing this week? Good, my family's just about to arrive. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Boo. Is that your highlight or what? <laughs> you are so ready to get into it. Is that your highlight of the week? My highlight of the week is that my family is coming. <laughs> We trying to get a structure here, people, and they just want to go against the system. I am excited to meet your family because I have not met them, but yes. I've heard great things. Uh, so I have been living in New York for two years, and they haven't come out once. Um, my sister visited briefly last summer. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen any of them for about a year. Awesome. Yeah, so see if we've changed. Maybe a bit awkward, maybe not. Okay. Hopefully they'll be like, ooh, you bulked up. Right. Okay. So, yeah. How was your week? What's the highlight of your week? <laughs> Mine is a lot more simple. Mine is always very different from yours. So, you're probably going to laugh. So, no. I just recently rediscovered how much I love natural peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Ashley had the natural, you know, the natural peanut butter that you can get from Whole Foods where you get it. The one that's like $10 for like, a jar. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I was with her yesterday, and I just saw it, and I was like, ooh, I woke up wanting some peanut butter, right? Because I usually do almond butter. I haven't, I don't really, I thought I told myself Life that I Life looks more expensive. No, I just like the taste of almond butter. Uh-huh. I think that was just a preference. And so, this peanut butter was so good. I was like, oh my God. What was so good about it? I don't know. <laughs> it just... I guess because it tastes just so natural and so homemade, maybe. And I think because growing up in the South and just from my beginnings, we didn't have natural peanut butter. You had Skippy, right? Well, hold on now. But yeah, Skippy and Jip, actually. But one of them is like a but, West Coast brand. One of them is an East Coast brand. Is it? We, well, both is all, they're both offered in the South, and I was privy to both. But I think we did have Skippy growing up. Anyway, well, this is one on way too long. Crunchy or smooth? Smooth, but I've learned to love crunchy now. Yeah. So getting into today's topic, because I know Wait, you and, guys have and, already and was it stopped. The, I don't. I think it because that makes all the difference. I don't know. I put honey with it. Okay, so you made it unhealthy. All right. <laughs> so this week we are discussing whether um, Courtney knows what healthy food is. Uh, this week we are discussing uh, if and why honey is healthy. By the way, but go ahead. Okay, because you have the raw, unpasteurized, natural honey that costs like twelve dollars a jar. No, you got like the Trader Joe's one that's liquefied, ready. <laughs> okay, so we are discussing. Um, it's organic, though. <laughs> uh, okay, so your sugar is organic. Yeah. I'm sure your liver's like, okay, we're not gonna get. Anyway. So this week we're discussing uh, what I just said, whether dating is difficult in the gay community, which I think it is. is that's not, whether or not it's difficult? And then why? Oh, okay. But I mean, okay, let's just assume it's difficult to make you happy. So, no, gay dating is difficult. I mean, it is. Okay. Now, I know. I just need to know what I'm going to put as the title because that was not what we agreed to. I, well, I'll still put dating while gay. Cause this is all about dating while gay. Okay. Um, well, thanks. That's, I was just needed for you to bring me that sound bite, but go ahead. Yes. So, the preview this week is dating while gay. How <laughs> um, So, basically, since I have come out and started dating and mm-hmm. been around people who have been out for a very long time mm-hmm. the thing that's stri- stricken me strike me the, the thing that strikes me the most is awesome. the lack of stable long term relationships okay. in the gay community Okay. now at first I thought this was just who I was socialising with which still might be the case but go ahead, no shame look who I socialise with 
First of all, don't you want to bring me? I am single and loving it. Go ahead. Right, which will bring me to something else later. Uh oh. Um, no, but anyway, so I, I started to look around then, did my research, and it occurred to me that dating while gay is definitely a lot harder than dating while single. No. Because you date it while single too? Or are you just dating while Okay. I mean, dating while straight, not single. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I remember when I first came out, I was seeing a therapist for other reasons. Okay. And as I was moving towards dating again, I, he was like, listen, relax, you're basically a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. And his logic was that when you grow up gay, what heterosexual people go through in their teenage years mm-hmm. is all this trial and error and learning dating cues, dating scripts. Oh, wow. Gay people, even if they date somebody... As like a cover-up, they don't realize they're gay. It doesn't have the same impact to them wow. because there's an ingenuity. So gay men only really start dating at like 21, 22. That's I think that's that's accurate to my life actually. And a lot of people's lives because even when you first come out, you may go on like a rampage. You may start having a lot of sex. Well, I didn't do that, but go ahead. No, but I mean, like, there's, it takes a while. <laughs> for you. you don't very rarely come out right. and then settle down. Right. And I know one gay couple that has done that. Got it. And they've been together for five years. So it's not impossible, but go ahead. It's not impossible. But, again, generally speaking, so I thought about this for a while, which made sense for people in their 20s weren't really dating, Mm -hmm. because they've only just really kind of started Mm -hmm. uh, being proper. Then I noticed my friends in in their 40s, 50s, also weren't having um, long-term relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they were, they were one husband was living on the west coast, the other one on the east coast, like not traditional structures. Mm-hmm. So I came to the conclusion, based on my own dating experience as well, like dating in the gay community is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done some digging in my own mental world. Oh God! Um, I know that was stressful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So just to figure out, like, see if I can nail down four reasons. Why I think as a newly out gay man, okay, um, and I would like to tell them to you, and maybe you can give me feedback as a gay man who's been out for longer. I'd love, years. I'd love to hear them. So, all right. So oh. my number one, uh, which is kind of the most obvious, is that the pool of dating is smaller. Okay. Now I think there's a misconception when people say that because I heard this phrase being said a lot. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm wheezing. Um, a lot of the time people sort of say oh if you're gay you only date within the gay community but mm-hmm. within that narrow minority mm-hmm. you're not just going to be dating anyone True. and it, I think maybe this could be why there's a bit more promiscuity because mm-hmm. I know for me I would be it's much easier for me to sleep with someone who I wouldn't want to date mm-hmm. and I think that's the same with a lot of people because you can maybe have like a physical attraction have sex with them, never see them again, but to find someone that you want to see on a regular basis and have a connection with and electricity with and the physical, mm-hmm. that's a lot more difficult. Right. So saying that you have your, you know, like I don't like, I don't find certain people attractive, people have their preferences. So I think immediately we... You mean like certain cultures or races? I think you were trying to avoid that, which is fine, which is totally fine. Yes, I don't find like... You won't, you don't have to give the examples, but you, <laughs> but yes. yes. And, I mean, like, same with other people, like, <clears throat> personality traits. Right. Um, so, and I think we naturally gravitate to what we find attractive. Mm-hmm. Within, so what we find attractive within already 
a image. smaller, yes. smaller, yeah. So we really have huh. very few people that we can date. That's interesting. I never even thought about it like that. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that you wouldn't. That's true. I, I, would you date me? No, you're no. Okay, see. To <laughs> the outsider, we're both gay, so why wouldn't we want to date? That's true. Like, that's oh, me. I get it. Because mm-hmm. people will always try to hook you up with. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have a gay friend. He's single. Yeah, they do. He. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely correct. I know. Not all of us like each other, y'all. Just to let you know. I, yeah, I like that. I, I honestly didn't get it at first when you first started. I was thinking like, mm, that's pretty, like whatever. But that's true. Yeah. Okay, I can get with that. Number two. My number two is that, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. This could just be something in the human condition. Well, just tell me what it is. We're always two. looking for the perfect, and this comes to a lot of things in the gay community. We all want perfect bodies. Mm-hmm. We want to be perfectly manicured. We want to have the perfect life. Even when we want to create drama, it's to have that perfect mm-hmm. dramatic mm-hmm. life. Um, and we're always looking for Mr. Right, mm. um, which I think. You know, when you're like on Grinder or Tinder, there's men like I'm clicking my fingers. Mm-hmm. Like it's always there. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, not to get ahead of myself, but there's that idea of commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know? Because you want the perfect, you want mm. to be the best. Because mm. we're not living in the ideal. I mean, I think most gay people would say if their life wasn't in the LGBT community, if they were heterosexual, it'd be a lot more simple. Mm. So it's think, nice to have some perfect. Uh, I can get with that to a certain degree. Um, the only, the only reason I kind of like pause, I do think there is some validity with that statement, but I know what myself, I'm a little bit, um, I was telling you this earlier, like I'm picky, but I'm not necessarily looking for Mr. Perfect. So that's why I think but it is. Mr. Perfect is something. Mr. Perfect doesn't mean abs and a bulging chest. That's true. Mr. Perfect means you want what you know what you want, and you're not going to compromise. Mm. I went on a date with someone who said he needs sexual chemistry, needs physical chemistry, needs to have a certain height, a certain weight, and he's like, I, and this is you know, it's so hard being single. And I was like, well, hello, a, you're on a date, and b. <laughs> This is why you're still single. And of course, I didn't come meet all the box, and he was very yeah. frank. He's like, you don't match this box. Yeah. But I matched everything else with him. But because my physique wasn't his physique. But that might be just an immaturity on his part, too. And that's, that's the only thing I would say. Person. Because, like, yeah. for me, I prefer someone taller. I'm, I stand about six and a half. <laughs> um, but I would date someone like a six foot. I would date someone a little five bit nine? shorter. Lies, lies. Now I have my standards. Okay, Come on. I'm not dating nobody five nine. Come on. Okay, I'm five seven. So what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But um, yeah. Okay. So I just think, it, and, and there is this culture. We're all. Also, I think we're always competing with each other. That's true. So you want that. You want to be the best. Got it. We're in this rat race. Got it. Number three. Number three. Sex forward. So this is what I wrote down on my phone. Because I, <laughs> I said we are by and large a group known for sex. Mm-hmm. We can get it instantly. Dating, on the other hand, is hard work. Mm-hmm. We prioritize this before all else. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a man on Grinder last night, and before I even knew his name, he was asking what my penis looked like and wanted me to give him a photo shoot of my ass, which he did. It was very nice. I did this, but when we but when we will meet, now what? This is how many connections are made in the gay community. 
that's where our priorities lie. Mm. And connected to this is that dating is about, you know, it's not what's my job. It's not this. He, he literally said to me, oh, put your phone on the nightstand. Oh, God. Have this angle. Put it on a timer. Bend down. He, okay, we get it. We get it. Okay. He, he told you how to take the... Okay, we got yeah, it. Yeah, like, he knew what he wanted. And he got what he wanted. And then it became like, okay, let's meet. Now, we weren't going to meet last night because I was tired. Ooh, but do you consider that dating, though? Well, it could be. My thing, right... That's true. Like, That's we're going to meet. We're going to, in theory, go for coffee, get to know each other, probably kiss, maybe have sex, and then, like, every other story of gay dating that we hear in our, like, day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. We had sex. You're going to speak to him again? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Because we have... There's no mystery. Yeah, there's I agree. There's that I'm dating that I like, and I don't want it to become one of these trashy, potentially trashy stories. Mm-hmm. And he's asked me many times to see a nude picture of me. Mm-hmm. I've kissed him, I've had him back to my apartment. He hasn't seen me naked yet, mm-hmm. and I'm not giving him a new picture right? because I know that once I give him a new picture even though we've been on I think three, three dates and spoken a lot once that new picture's out there it's what's the like the mystery I get it yeah I, I agree I think that's probably one of the I think that's probably one of the top things because for, for that, I would probably add that to my list of things because I think when you say dating someone, for me that implies. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, I'm sorry. He is. We're we're drinking lattes as we are recording this, and he is licking the side of the <laughs> the, the uh, mug, and it's really disgusting me right now. That's really like the fun. Ew. Um, I think you when it comes to dating, like my definition of dating is not. Like, if you having sex with somebody, they don't really consider no. me, like, dating. So, I that's do think that that's an issue because I think that we in the gay community may consider that dating like yeah. that. And I just don't think that's dating, no, you know? No, people do. And I know people do start dating from situations yeah. like that. It's um, just not. I, I think that's where I can see why that could be a challenge because I yeah, understand. And, yeah. and I think sometimes, not, this is not happening in my case, but... <laughs> I know people... That means it really has, y'all, but go ahead. I know people that have been like, stop just trying to hook up with me, let's at least go for dinner first. Exactly. Come this, on now, who was that? A guy I heard on the street, I was eavesdropping his conversation. So he didn't tell you that, so you just lie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eavesdropping, nosy self. <laughs> but I was like, yes, he, you should take you out on a, on a date. They met on Scruff. Um, Wait, how many blocks were you... Wait, you heard this on the street, why were you eavesdropping like that? So I like the sound of the conversation, so I just sort of followed them for a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but now look, I'm bringing it to the podcast, and now thousands of people are going to hear. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I think it's very hard to work out. Yeah, you know, there's just a sex-driven culture. Mm-hmm. There's no mystery. Mm-hmm. And tied to that is my next point. Which is your fourth one, Which right? is my third point. Oh, third, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> is, so connecting to that, we have dating is hard work. Okay? Uh-huh. To refresh, we can have sex like that. Mm-hmm. Dating is getting to know someone, investing time, investing mm-hmm. money, investing energy and time, really, mm-hmm. like, whatever, which connects to the hedonistic culture in the gay community. Now, this isn't the case for me necessarily, but I know many gay men who don't want to date because they don't want to get hurt and they just want to enjoy the good life. Right. Um, yeah. 
And I think when I, we date, mm-hmm. we're vulnerable. I, I agree. I definitely agree with that statement as well. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with both trying to date and being promiscuous, which we talked about mm-hmm. before. Like, I think that they do it to kind of save face. So mm-hmm. they, they'll do whatever... Whatever they can get, I guess. Yes. Or whatever we can get, I think sometimes we'll settle. And I think sometimes... I mean, definitely straight people do that, too. But I think, especially with our culture, I think that we are willing to settle. Because we don't want to get it. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice and security. I mean, we've been rejected. We've been conditioned to be rejected. Exactly. Come so, on, now. Mm-hmm. Tie it back around. I like that. I like how you brought that back around. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I think when, it, when you live in a mindset, when... A lot of the times, families have rejected you, friends have rejected you, Mm -hmm. the media has rejected you. When you go and make yourself open and exposed and vulnerable, you are putting yourself open in a firing line. And you know that gay men are known to be promiscuous, known to cheat, etc. So why wouldn't they? Which brings me to my third, my fourth and final point. I was about to say, now hold on now, this is a long third. (laughs) I I just connected them well. I wrote it like an essay. Oh, did you? So tied to that (laughs) is this idea of we're not good enough. Okay. Um, Which connects to the idea of sort of uh, being conditioned to hate ourselves. Mm -hmm. In the gay community, scientifically speaking, there's there's a lot of internalized homophobia. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, whether people realize it or not and people look negatively on themselves and if you are not attracted to yourself you aren't going to be in a position where you're going to make your relationship work Mm. you don't see yourself as having self-worth I have spoken again to numerous people, which shocks me. You, have you spoke to the people, no, or were you listening in on their call, or were you speaking? Anyway, were you listening to their conversation? Which all is- right, no, at least I'm being honest. Um, and uh, they they said that they cheated because they were going to fuck up the relationship anyway. Oh God! My ex boyfriend said similar things. Wow. He was like, "Why do you want to date me? Because I'm not lovable. I'm not able to control my behaviors." Wow. And I would say to these people. Well, you're aware of these faults. I'm forgetting of these faults, but like work to them, don't give in to them. But it's so ingrained, this internalized self loathing, mm-hmm. that um, of course you're going to struggle to date. Mm. Why would he like me? Right. Why, you know, I fuck everything up? Because maybe it's, it's like the reverse of my last point that we've been conditioned to expect hatred. It right. comes from within this time. I like that. I like your top four boards. Thank you. I do. Jaded at twenty four. J- <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're great. I think. And and I, I was as you were going through each one, I was trying to think. Oh, what are my top four? And this is just off the top of my head. So give. Me, I think one would be, um, sex craze. I think it's so challenging to date while gay because of. Uh oh, they gonna come for me. They probably gonna burn me at the stake. <laughs> I think it's so hard to date because of apps like Grinder and stuff. I think, um, it, I think it's probably two of yours kind of meshed together. Mm-hmm. Where like just having sex at your fingertips, mm-hmm. as well as always thinking there's something else better. Mm-hmm. And so I think that does. Damn, I kind of merged parts of all. I think three of yours. Yeah. Um, those two things along with um, 
there's no more mystery. So, like, getting to know someone, we live our lives, like, on social media now, and you get to see who people are dating. I know, like, abs and ass and all of that, um, that you don't have that mystery. So you don't really, there is, we're so quick to say, "Mm mm-mm, he not for me. I can't deal with that. That's somebody else out there better for me. So I would say that's one, Mm -hmm. um, which would be... uh, uh, over, overly sex due to apps, I, I would say. And like, due to apps. I think we're all... In the 1970s, they were having a lot of sex. Those no apps then. That's true. But you still had... I feel like human connections were a lot um, stronger yep. at that time. Like, now you can just get on your phone and order... Mm-hmm. You can essentially order dip just like you can order a pizza. You know? like and It's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying for no dick. Okay, calm down. Calm, <laughs> calm down, frugal one. Um, number, I think. Two, I think the second one is we sort of to your conditioning. I think we feed into heterosexual norms. Yes. So I think I've said this in a previous podcast, possibly. Um, we have this idea of a fairy tale, which kind of goes along with your like, the perfect man. We have this idea yeah. of a fairy tale, so if people don't really match it, we're kind of like dismissive of it, or yeah, it's kind of like a satellite. Um, and I think that is my two. Number three, ooh, it's hard. Um, I mean, why do you find do you find it hard? Um, I find it to be hard. I just now, why think, are you personally? Don't try and generalize. What about you? Ooh, okay, get me together. <laughs> Give me a solid read. Um, I think for me, me personally, I think I fit into a very small percentage of how I value my life and what I value as a whole. So for me is, I think... I put off having sex, like, not to a time frame, but, like, how I how I know you. And I think that that value system is not necessarily shared. shared. And I don't think that is the majority of gay men. I think I'm kind of, I won't say an anomaly, but I'm definitely in the minority part. Within the minority. Yeah, so um, I think that could be a challenge. I think uh, value systems are not the same, mm-hmm. um, which is, which could be a challenge in heterosexual relationships, mm-hmm. too, but that's my third one for me since we get personal mm-hmm. and the fourth one is ooh, I don't know if I have a fourth one let me see you know I think we we are not uh, like you said it's a defense mechanism so I think particularly with gays because we are used to being rejected and we are used to having the strong exterior we are essentially the idea of that real hardcore bitch who just has so many insecurities that we have to have this mm-hmm. front. Like, we so bitchy and sassy. I think we put that up even when dating. I mean, yeah. I know I'm, I probably do that. I do have a guard up when I'm dating in fear of getting hurt. So mm-hmm. I would say that it would probably be my fourth one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my top four were pretty good, too. I, I have to say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> they were. So having identified that, it's not going to be easy to just revoke them and make dating easy. I can't say to you, oh, no, I'm baby Courtney. You don't need to worry about being insecure. Oh, well, we, well, first of all, I want you to ever say <laughs> baby Courtney. Is that what you said? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I don't know either. You know um, what I mean, though? I'm just saying, like, what we identify 
we, we identify why it's hard, mm-hmm. but moving forward, how do we... I think it's being socially aware. So I think it's like, like for me, like, okay, so my first one, um, what with the, the dating apps, I think it's... <sighs> Oh, that, that's that's hard because it's either me standing strong and not participating in that and still seeking out, putting myself out there to meet people, meet other gay men in a social setting. Mm-hmm. Or is that joint grinder and just have my standards and just, you know, is, is kind of, or being open to, I guess you should say, and not being as judgmental. Because I am a little judgy mm. on, the, on the gay dating apps. I will I say that. Um, what's my Maybe thing? that's an insecurity in and of itself. You're defending yourself. You're judging it because you don't want to go on it. And by judging it, you're validating yourself for not mm. going on it. Well, come on now, therapist Boris. Possibly, but I just think, like, you've sent me messages that you've received from people, and I just think it's outright disrespectful. Like, you're not going to send me a picture of your dick when I when we were just talking about Thai food. We were just talking about how I like Thai food, and you just going to send me a dick pic. I just think that it just makes no <laughs> sense. Because what's about if going for dinner with somebody if you haven't seen their dick? I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's just being socially aware, and then just thinking outside the, bo- outside the box and being open to yes. So that's not to say if... Let's say if I did get on Grinder and I met this guy who we had a connection and I knew he had a Grinder pass. This is hard. I'm, I'm like I'm trying. I'm reaching here, being open to dating somebody who's been on Grinder. Yeah, exactly. I think that's very smart considering a lot of gay men have been on. Grindr. Exactly, majority. Which I am. Calm down. I'm open to it. Go ahead. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are speaking to somebody. How about, I mean, how, how about you? What would you say to improve your top four or to get out of that? I think it's a lot of work. I think we need to work on ourselves mm-hmm. as individuals, and I think this insecurity is seeped into everything in terms of the body culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in competition with every man who's gay, and I think. Do you think that we are? That is a, a thing for us because we live in New York. Like New York, LA, San Francisco. Maybe. I'm throwing those out there Maybe. where gay men are that is something very top of mind. Like you have to look good because you're out, you're in the scene, you're amongst all other gay people. But I'm sure in other places I mean, are they as body conscious, I wonder? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, That's just me. In Alabama. No, hold on now. I'm sure somebody in I'm sure there's a gay man in Alabama somewhere with a nice body. No shade, Alabama, no shade. No, um, listen, I have something I was going to say. Okay, did I throw you off? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, I was just speaking my mind. Yes. Oh, crap. What was I saying? Fixing ourselves. Competition with each other. Keith saying it doesn't help. Um... Do you want me to? Okay, so Advocate Magazine um, put out six dating dilemmas for gay men and how to avoid them. Don't throw stones. I'm just going to go through them quickly and you tell me what you think, yay or nay. One of you is a homebody and the other is a party boy. What's the question? Like, do you think that's accurate? Not always. Do you think that's 
a dilemma for gays. No. Oh, yes. Yes, because if you're going out, you get I guess you wasn't here when I led into. I was trying to think my point. That was mine, and genuine. Okay. Instead of some publication. <laughs> oh, here he go. You know he don't like sources. Um, the second one, there's second dilemma. You are both passive in bed. Yes. Ooh. So last night, this guy that made me do the photo shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, he made you do the photo he did. shoot. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was oh, he made you. Um, okay. This made me laugh because after I texted him, I was like. Why did he make me do that? Because he was like, he's actually a bottom. Um, so I was like, well, if you're not planning on topping me, then why am I doing a photo shoot with my ass? For all your business about this, but okay. He was like, well, I don't know. I was like, well, thanks. <laughs> okay. But anyway, yes, it is an issue. And he said he had a friend that could come and, in his words, fuck both of us at the same time. Okay, well, moving on to the <laughs> That was third. how we got over that hurdle. So moving on to the <laughs> third dilemma. Um, you don't get along with his friends. I think that was kind of a corny one. Yeah, I think they were just trying to get to six. I don't like that one. No. Um, you have different communication styles. That's the same with everyone. And that kind of goes in with, they were saying, I, I was reading that one, um, one is a texter and one, one is a caller. I am so with that one, though, because no. I hate talking on the phone. But I don't think that's That's not a reason. It's not a dilemma. It's called having a conversation. Hey, can you not call me five times a day? Can you text? Yeah, okay. Shady. This is how... Communication works. Um, I realized that my printout did not print all six. So, um, and our fifth one of the six, you will not get the six. You have, you are going to die when you hear. I was actually thrown off by this one, um, by this dilemma. You have different HIV statuses. Isn't it like crazy that they put that as a dilemma? Is that, you think that's that prevalent? That that is a dilemma in the gay community? You have two. Say what you gotta say. I mean, you, I, you always have a strong opinion about it. I know, but this is like one of those ideal rabbit holes for me that I would just go. I'm definitely doing a podcast about this entitled uh-huh. The HIV Dilemma. Ooh, I see it already. Um, my one I love how you uh, think you have these epiphanies on titles. <laughs> I, I love that. that is... <laughs> I like how you use them every time. <laughs> go None ahead. of my titles so can't. <laughs> go ahead. Um, my very short answer to that, I think it's not a dilemma that's worthy of the top six. Yeah, I don't like, need that. So I think, I mean, I, so advocate, and I think that's no just, shade to y'all, y'all gotta do I think that it's disgusting Ooh. if you don't date someone because they have a different HIV status. I think that makes, if you just dismiss it like that, like this is suggesting, I think... Well, they weren't suggesting it, they were just listing I, it as a dilemma I that people probably go through. a disgusting thing to put on. Okay. And I think for somebody with HIV who's reading that is disgusting. That wait, someone with HIV that's reading it is disgusting. No, that they're gonna think. Oh, gonna, they they feel gonna, terrible. Got it. Okay. I think that's disgusting. If Got it. Reading no, absolutely. HIV, it it caught me off guard that they they I listed mean, that too. As a but no shade to y'all advocate. I mean, I love the advocate. I want to work for them. But, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Probably out because out based in uh, okay. New York. Um. I still can't remember my last point, though. Please, because we're out of time. Okay. So maybe I'll have to put it in the info below. Um, closing remarks. Dating while gay. It's challenging and hard. But we're going to have to work on ourselves and learn to love ourselves, which we don't as a community. I.e., look how much drugs and alcohol we use and how much mental health distress we have compared to heterosexuals. A lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we'll, we'll do another topic on that. Um... But I think until we, as a community, collectively love ourselves, there's not enough to you love yourself because no one else is going to love themselves, so they're also going to make dating difficult. Hmm. So we all need to turn and look inward and find mm. an inner peace. 
Oh, that was so beautiful. I should have went first so you could have ended on that. But I didn't. So, and mine would just be um, being being self-aware. Being more self-aware in the choices that you make. And being vulnerable, I would say. Be a lot more vulnerable uh, with your feelings and what you want. And setting out your expectation and vocalizing them. And that is it for our time. We would like to hear what you think. Hit us up at the preview podcast on Twitter. That is all of our time. You have a great day, evening, weekend, what have you. Good morning. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs>